Oh, it's so good to be home. Oh, I'm so tired. What a journey, what an adventure it has been. Bartholomew and I have just been on this incredible adventure, doing incredible things in the name and the power of Jesus and telling people about the kingdom of God. It's been absolutely incredible. So good to see the other guys as well. I just gave Peter and Andrew a high five. Everyone's so happy. I even got a bear hug from Simon the Zealot. I think he's warming to me. That was really, really good. Oh, so nice to be home. Excuse me a moment while I just freshen up. So it all started uh, a few weeks ago. Jesus called us into the upper room. And uh, he, he said to us, I'm sending you out in my power and authority to heal the sick and to cast out demons and to speak of the good news of the kingdom of God. I'll tell you what, you should have seen the look of some of our faces. Thomas looked absolutely mortified. Peter, of course, was raring to go. He's always into Uzakistastic as Peter. Andrew had to rein him in a little bit. But to be sent out to do amazing things for Jesus. I mean, I looked around the room and I thought, what us? I mean, most of us are just fishermen. Some of us are, are brothers. Some of us are married. Some of us are single. Some of us are big. Some of us are small. Some of us can read and write, but some of us can't. And, and I just think of myself. I used to be a tax collector. I used to meet the most reviled of sinners, especially in the eyes of my people, the Jews. Even the Romans thought that I was just disloyal. And yet here we are, here we were, and Jesus calling us. I remember when Jesus called me to follow him, and people were throwing abuse at me and were just so shocked. And I remember what Jesus said. Healthy people don't need a doctor, but the sick do. I've come not to call those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners and need a salvation. And so there we were, a bunch of sinners in need of salvation Worthy, because Jesus is worthy. Righteous, because Jesus is righteous. Qualified, because Jesus qualifies us. It seems that God doesn't always call the equipped, but he certainly equips the called. And so, when we set off, We had to go out trusting Jesus. I mean, first of all, we weren't going out in our own power and strength, were we? I mean, he said he was giving us his power and his authority. It wasn't about us. It was his strength through our weakness. And anyway, we spent the last few months going around with Jesus and, and seeing this power at work. I mean, the other day, he calmed the storm. Even the winds and the waves obey him. And that time we were in that house and this guy was lowered down through the roof on a stretcher and Jesus healed him from being paralyzed. He, that guy, that, he ran out of that house so fast. He was jumping and dancing. The scenes. And so when Jesus says to us, 
I'm giving you my power and authority. We've had to learn to trust him because we've seen his power and authority at work. Jesus also said to us, look, don't take anything with you. I mean, big John had already packed a bag. He had to go and unpack. And Judas, he was handing out the money, the coins out of his money bag. He had to collect all those back in. Jesus said to us, don't take anything with you. Don't take a bag. Don't take a change of clothes. Don't take any money. We were simply just to, to trust in him and to trust in God and the generosity of others for, for provision. And it was truly wonderful. I mean, I mean, this scarf, this scarf, this was given to me by a woman up in Ephraim. Isn't it beautiful? So generous, so kind. And the guy who took us in in the spare room up at Tiberius, so generous, so kind. You know, we've had to learn to be less self-dependent. We've had to learn to lean on, on God and his provision and, and the generosity and the care of others. We've had to trust in the power of Jesus, but also the provision of Jesus. As he sends us out, as we live with him and for him, he truly does provide and care for us. Excuse me a moment. I'm going to grab something to eat. I'm absolutely famished. I've gone from village to village doing remarkable things. Do you know, one of the things I've really had to learn about walking with Jesus is to walk with Jesus is to walk in freedom. You know, before when I was a tax collector, I'll be honest, it was all about me. I was just trying to make a good living, trying to make it good status in society, I've had to give all that up. I'm living for something more. I'm living for the glory of God and for the sake of others. I'm living free from myself. But you know what? I've had to learn most. I've had to walk free from the fear of rejection and humiliation. I don't know if you've experienced this. I mean, as a tax collector, I experienced such rejection. Rejection in my family. Rejection from my friends. Rejection from my people. And, and it leaves its mark. It leaves its wounds. I, I just carry around this fear of what other people will think about me all the time. But Jesus said, if people reject your message, wipe the dust off your feet and move on to the next village and leave them to their fate. We were going to experience rejection and humiliation. And so what I found to walk with Jesus is actually to walk in freedom from fear. Fear from rejection, fear from humiliation, to find healing in those wounds that have held me back for so long. And I think the key is knowing that I'm loved. You see, I've come back and Jesus is here and I've been rejected and I've been humiliated, but but I know I'm loved. Sometimes we might fear rejection, but we know that we belong. We know that we're accepted by him. And we're significant to him. We don't need to fear the rejection and humiliation of others. We can live in freedom. It's been absolutely incredible. I'm going to have to write all this down. I'm hoping that one day everyone else will be able to read of these things and that they might come to know Jesus for themselves.
if I think of the things that we did. But you know what was interesting? Jesus told us to go out and heal the sick and cast out demons. But he also told us to speak of the kingdom of God and the good news. I think what's really struck me is that it's not just about showing, but it's also about sharing. I'm quite good with words. And maybe I'm quite confident in speaking to people, but actually showing people the love of God in really practical ways, I find that really difficult. But it's always been the case with Jesus. It's all about showing and sharing God's love to the world. I mean, you should hear some of the parables he tells us. I mean, sometimes I don't really know what he's going on about, and I have to ask him loads of questions. And the other day, we had a a talk in the plane, and Jesus was telling us all about how to live a life of fullness and how to put his teaching into practice. He's really good with words, Jesus, and he tells us about the good news. But you know what? He also shows it. When he's going around and he's doing incredible things and he's having compassion on people and he's healing people and providing for their needs, he's not just speaking about the good news, but he's showing it. And that's what I've come to learn. The importance of showing and sharing. I mean, that woman that we met up in uh, Magdala, you know, she was in real need of help and If she came to me and I just said, let me tell you about the good news of the kingdom, but didn't meet her practical needs, I think it would have fallen on deaf ears. But I suppose at the same time, if we don't tell them about the good news of the kingdom, they might never really fully know or understand the new life that Jesus has for them. And so I'm going to continue to try my best as a follower of Jesus to both show through my words and my actions the good news of the kingdom of God. What an adventure it has been. I'm going to turn back to God now in prayer and maybe you'd like to join me. Oh, Father God, following Jesus is the greatest privilege of my life. I don't feel qualified, but I know that in Jesus I am. I don't feel very righteous, but I know in Jesus I am. I don't feel very worthy, but I know in Jesus I'm worthy of your calling. Thank you. Father God, thank you for teaching me what it is to trust in you, to trust in your power and to trust in your care. Help me to trust more in you. Thank you, Father God, for the freedom that you've won in my life. The freedom from self-centeredness and the freedom from fear. Because I know that I'm loved in you and your perfect love casts out all fear. Help me, Father God, to show and to share the good news of your kingdom with others in my life. In your name 
and in your power.